With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody, good evening and welcome along to the Rangers Rabble phone and I hope everybody's well. Um, feels like a, a while since I've done one of these things, um, so I may be a bit rusty, so I apologise. Um, tonight I am joined by Mark. Um, Mark, how are you? How's the stream? How's the computer? All good. So far so good. We'll see how it goes. No, no laptop, so we'll see. We're test driving at the day, so I'm working on I'm, I'm learning on a job, as the saying goes. <laughs> um, we're also joined by a man who has probably took over um, from Ali McCoyst as the hardest working man in show business, Ross Clark. Ross, how are you? Mate, I'm very good. I'm very good. Good to be here and amongst like-minded people on a on a, what has been a sombre day to try and get a bit of relief, mate. So yes. good, to, good to be here with like-minded people. As a... Uh... Is the missus fell out with you yet, Ross? Is the relationship still going well, or is she? Is she gave you the? Come on, you've done enough now. No, no, she, the the relationship's gone even better um, after our team getting <laughs> horsed yesterday. She was crying and a big fat Angie sweater all night. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the man who was sitting. Uh, Outside McDonald's waiting on an opening. Care, care, how are you doing? I'm okay, man. Uh, it's been a long day, but I'm fine. Uh, you, are you fed? Are you, you happy? No, happy. It's McDonald's, and it doesn't fill you up. But um, happy enough. But uh, I say it's been a long day. It's been a long watch. But like Ross said, it's good to be in company of like-minded people this evening. The question that we all want to ask, care, what did you get? I just got a wrap of the day, Martin. Oh, so boring. Cheapskate. I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like Mickey D's. I'd rather go somewhere else. But they wanted a Mickey D's. I was outvoted as a democracy. So 
what a game, Mickey D's. Do you know what I do when I go to McDonald's? I always either get a buy five, five ninety-nine pence cheaper because eat them while you're waiting. Yes. Um, <laughs> I either get a quarter pounder with cheese or a Big Mac, but I'm too lazy to wait, or I'm too greedy to wait. So I get them and I scrape half all the onions and all that and all the sauce, and then I eat it. That's the best bit about it. Onions, oh, onions are Who likes onions? Everybody no, bar you. You go to make your days, but you don't like you don't like chips. No, what do you go there no, for? I'm no, I'm no for some onions. No, no for me. No, no. Ross deciding no, no. vote onions. If I go to McDonald's, mate, I get a large quarter pounder with cheese meal. Somebody's just let my dog come in. Cole's now coming to get him. Thanks, Cole. <laughs> Bye, Cole. Love you, Cole. Um, I get a large double quarter pounder with cheese meal. Mm-hmm. I get what, with a with a milkshake. I get two triple cheeseburgers, one of which gets set in the road on the way home. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. and and generally some cheese bites. But anyway, let's get let's get on with the talking. I, listen, talk you, about food. I hear me, I hear McDonald's and and I can't I can't you not talk about it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like Nicholas Moore said in the chat, Burger King is better. Oh, Burger King's the best. There's just not enough of them. There's nah, just not there's, enough. Of them. The chips are rotten, but Burger King. No, the chips, chips are, are better than Mickey D's. Come on. Come on. Am, yes. I go, am I going to, am I going to need to get a blow a whistle or something to get you? Heather said, Martin must be the fussiest eater alive. Heather, you've no idea. You have Heather, no you, idea. you don't get, you don't get that size being a fussy eater. Don't let him kid you. <laughs> oh, I'm, this, I'm this size because I'm a fussy eater. That's that's why because I need to eat more. Um, yeah. So yes, hello, welcome everybody. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Please like and subscribe. If you are watching on YouTube, give us a wee like and a retweet on Twitter. You can also get your comments in, of course, on YouTube. But you can also get them in on Twitter as well. So if you are watching on Twitter, which I know many people don't, um, but if you are, get your comments in. Um, This is a phone-in, so the phone lines will be open very, very shortly. The reason, I suppose, for the the shite chat, for for lack of a better term, is it's international break. Probably, I would say up until Sunday, <laughs> I was looking forward to the international break. Um, but I thought we would start, and, I'm, and I'll open the phone line shortly. Um, but Ross, Sunday, obviously, they get beat at St Mirren. I don't think anybody was expecting them to get beat. Um, does that change the mood, the mindset within the supporters? Does it deflect from what's going on? Does it change anything? Means you're, means you're only two points behind what is a poor Celtic team, but it doesn't make us any better. Nothing that we've said before now has changed. We are still brutal to watch, uh, and that's the fact that Celtic have dropped points doesn't change that in my eyes. I know that some people will say, oh, we're only two points behind and we're a bad, uh, what they call them, performance away for being level, but we still did get battered. 4-0 after them and battled games after that, but there's still a lot got to change at Ibrooks for me. I, I know, and, and we'll all come on to that, Kerr. Um, but I, I don't know, there, there was just a feeling of inevitability about, about them, that they weren't going to drop many points, they were playing well, it doesn't matter how good or bad they were, they were playing well, they were brushing teams aside in the league. 
does that just open up the mindset a wee bit, not just to Rangers, but to other teams that, hey, they're no invincible. And granted, international break, which for me we needed as a, as a club, as a team, um, does that just maybe say to one, one or two of the Rangers players, like, shape up, we're still in this? Uh, hopefully, Martin, hopefully that does, and hopefully our teams can see Celtic on the invincible. I know they were missing a few players like Carter Vickers and Jota never started, and obviously... Which was the manager's choice? I put a staff out, but they've got a big squad of international players, so if one's right, they put another somebody else in to claim that spot, and I thought St. Martin were very well disciplined yesterday, they gushed you about them, didn't give them respect. It was a Celtic try to be physical at times, someone showed it back. Someone actually played Celtic better than me did because they didn't, they didn't back off them. They didn't, they weren't scared. Whereas we, should, we should, for some reason, their players start to panic. Yeah, they, like I said them before, they were missing players, but Celtic are a good, I'm not going to, I'm not going to disagree with Ross too much, but Celtic are like, Celtic aren't just a poor team, they're a good side. Don't get me wrong, they're the best up, they're the best in the Premier League at the moment, but just because we're poor. Mm-hmm. And even if they get beat yesterday, you think we're back in this, but. I don't trust this Rangers manager or some of these players to get as further forward. I just think there's something missing, Ibrox. I don't think there's any cohesion in the dressing room. Some players we are missing, don't get me wrong, Lawrence can make a difference. But I just feel there's something not there. Last season we had a wee bit of, I felt there was a lot more team spirit there and you thought, in Europe we look good. I know in the league we won, but in Europe we look really good. Whereas this Rangers team, even on Saturday against United, I thought, even at 2 0 up, we didn't even, the game didn't seem safe. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It was always like, if you let a goal in here, we could end up losing, uh, drawing this or whatever. So, I don't know. I just feel he's not going to go, Gio. We know that because I don't think the board have got the balls. But I think they missed Celtic uh, dropping points yesterday. Even the board might think, yeah, we're still back in. I just want to trust them. So, we have to change in a big, big way. But it's up to Rangers. It's not up to anybody else. This is true. The phone lines are now open. I want for one six two eight seven two three seven, and we do have, I believe, our first caller, um, who just—I think it was Ian, but he hung up. But I think he's came straight back in. So, Ian, are you there? Yes, I am. I don't know what happened there. I didn't hang up. I was just I was waiting, and I was waiting for that. But it just went. It just did. It went into business for itself. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yes, I'm good. Uh, so let's just let's just get straight into it. Uh, I like the title of it, season so far. Okay, I'm just gonna look go it this way. Okay, we had a bit of a downer period recently because we lost three matches in a row, and one of those matches was the match that we looked forward to the season the most. Terribly per- terrible performance, and then we got butchered by Ajax. It was like it was like watching a world title boxer against a domestic fighter, and you, you just it was. I even I had to ask myself, this is like a slow death here. And then we, and obviously Napoli happened. Sands got himself sent off, and it all changed to that point. We're in that game up until that point. But if I'm looking back at our season so far, if I'm actually really analysing it from the minute from minute one to now, it's not not been as bad up until that lot beat us. We were winning four nil, three nil against teams. We 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 not we beat the second best team in the Netherlands to get to the Champions League. I don't know what happened after the after that lot beat us, but it's just you know. Put it, put it this way, we go into this international break, we're two points behind them, they dropped it to St. Mirren, and let's be honest, we're all laughing our head off at them, and I'm trying like a glass is half full. I, I, I'm still trying to look ahead and think, if, if, we beat, if, if we beat Hearts in two weeks and they somehow bomb it in the next few weeks, then we're suddenly top of the league. I'm trying to look at it like that way, because it's so easy to be negative, and I'm, I'm just, I just don't allow myself to get sucked into that. Right, well, Ian, you know how much I... 
I've never met you, but I've grown to love you with your positivity, <laughs> right? Um, Mark, Ian makes the point. We were playing okay. I don't think we were playing great. I don't, I don't, I don't think it was that good, but we were getting points. We, we put PSV out, who have went on to show in Holland that they're a very, very good team. And then we got pumped off them, and then whatever happened, happened. So is there reasons to be positive, Mark? I would like to say, see before the Celtic game, I would have said yes. I'm, I'm, as I said, very, very positive. I'm always looking at the bright side. But I think that the defeat against them took a lot out of us. I think you can see with the whole team, it took a lot mentally out of us. I think that um, just no fight, no desire. And that, that's, that's, that's the biggest problem for me. Positive, I mean, if you want to put a positive slant on it, we're two points behind. Um, they've they've been shown to be not not as invincible as everybody was saying. Um, but for me, I I don't know. I need to see something more for this team. I think that um, the game at the weekend at Dundee United was wasn't good enough as far as I'm concerned. Wasn't good enough for Rangers side, especially playing the bottom of the league. So for me, that's a wee bit of respite. Um, but for me, they should have been. A, that was a that was a ideal chance for us to get, give them a scud and build confidence throughout the side. Maybe three or four different players get goals, four different players get goals, and and then possibly get into the international break, looking to regroup and kick on. Obviously, the added bonus was they've dropped points, but for me, they never done that. Um, and and I'm trying to be positive, but I, I just can't at the minute. I'm I'm sorry, I really can't. Yeah. Uh, first of all, there's somebody trying to break in your window. That's, uh, that's, my, that's my wife come in. Oh, by the way, you, you don't want to get on the wrong side. <laughs> um, but, but, but taking on Ian's, taking on Ian's point, I feel as if the rabble over the last week or two has been negative, but I don't think we've had any other choice than to be negative. Um, you, you can only call what you see, and what we've seen hasn't been good enough. But to try and take on what Ian's saying, we haven't played well. We got battered by them. We've been battered in Europe, but yet we're still only two points behind. Is that any consolation? As obviously, it's been only two points behind, so it's not the end of the, end of the world. But I, th- I don't think it's European games. Like, Euro- yeah, yeah, this game is an embarrassment. Don't get me wrong. It's an embarrassment men against boys. and but I didn't expect much for the Champions League, Martin, to be honest with you. The, the league's are bread and butter. That's what we want to get back. But I just have, I think the Celtic game deflated us all. Because mm-hmm. I think when we ran into that game after the PSV game, in the Celtic game thinking, right, we need to get a, a win here. Even a, even a, either took a draw, but no, in there we get totally shown up again. The Celtic part in the first 20, 25 minutes the game was done. And that's just left you sickening after it happened last season. And you're starting to say to yourself, does this team get mentality? Is the manager get mentality? Are they scared? Because I know Steven Gerrard, I know we had only won one league right before anybody says in, but we never really get battered by them. Ger- Gerrard had their number, we looked further than them and everything, but this season we don't look further than Celtic in games. We, we seem to hide away from them. We'd... Last season was bad, but this season it just didn't seem any better. I know we beat them in the cup semi-final, which is great, but the league's the one we want back. We can't keep saying, mate, we've done this in Europe, we've done that in Europe. It's the league we need to win, and I don't really... Europe gets your money, that's great, but I want the league, man, I don't want anything, I don't want anything else, I know that may be kind of old school, whatever you want to say, but I want the league, but I don't know about anybody else, and the performances in the league aren't good enough for me, I know we're only two points behind, like we all keep saying, but 
we have to be better because it's not just Celtic. Even other games, we fail to impress at times, but we have got better players than the majority of teams in the, the league. Probably apart from Celtic, we probably get on, we should be on par with Celtic. We shouldn't be as bad. We shouldn't be any worse than them, but for some reason, the players aren't showing it. And it all comes back to the manager and the director of football. They too have to take the can for it. You can't, you blame the players to a point, but the manager's a guy that gives them confidence, gives them tactics, gives them anything else, and he, he, he puts them on the park to be ready. And some of the players are going to park, especially in the old games, totally ready. Right, Ian, before I let you go, I've got a question for you. Uh, yep, go ahead, far away. Are you confident going forward then from what, from what you've seen? Do you think there's enough improvement there? And do you think Gio's a right man? Okay, am I confident? Well, I'm, I'm confident when Lawrence plays because when he plays, when he, like, let's be honest, he's been the big miss so far. Like, we've, we've seen the difference without him. Am I confident? Well, I'd like to see the players we sign get a bit more, all of our players we sign the summer get a bit more of a run out. But am I confident? Of course I got to be because that's the reason you're a fan. You don't, yeah, you try being like, look, put it this way. I, you know, I support Man United. Imagine being a Man United fan the last 10 years. You, you've either got to just like just give up or keep going. And it's, it, you just you just got to keep going, okay? Because we we might they they like I think eventually they will get figured out. Like and great great God Ange as they call them will get figured out. Getting figured out in Europe. Eventually people start thinking figuring you out unless you do something new and all that. And I just want to I just want to think that you know because I don't want to get to January when we play them again and multiple points behind when we have nothing to play for and we and we've potentially gone out of the Champions League without a whimper. Although I think we're gonna, I'm still confident we beat Liverpool because they're defensively shambolic. Um, but no, I'm com- I'm confident that w- that by January when we play them we play them again, will I will either be where we are now in terms of two points or one point, or we'll be ahead of them, or we'll be level on points. But we we just you know you meant one of you guys mentioned the, the Dundee United game, and you know what? I watched it back. We had a lot. Okay, two one, but we had a, there was a, there were a lot of chances. So. My point is, yes, I am confident going forward because otherwise, what's the point of being a fan? Yeah. Oh, listen, there is no more positive person on this planet than Ian. It's brilliant. I love it. Ian, cheers, buddy. Thanks. All the best. See you soon. Cheers, Ian. <laughs> and we can bring straight in Robert and Doncaster. Robert, how you doing? How you doing, boys? All right? Yeah, not bad, buddy. Just uh, just a, a point I've been thinking about maybe for a, a couple of days now. Um, just then, care touched on the end later on where he sort of mentioned team spirit. Obviously, the season started and Suter's brother passed, and then there's been the stuff with I think a family issue with Ben Davis and Nuroy Mackay. So I'm wondering, like, what is the actual mood like in the camp? I mean, you know yourself when things are good, you're sort of bouncing it to work. It's, uh, it reflects well, but. If there's a bad atmosphere in there, it can affect your work. It's, I'm just wondering, if, can that play a part? Ross? I'd imagine, it, I'd imagine it could It could play a part, but you would like to think if there's, if there's somebody in your workplace who's struggling, you, you rally around and really, if anything, it solidifies the people there. But I watched I watched the Celtic game yesterday um, in St Mirren. St Mirren just shut them down, pressed through them, played with two up top at times. See if we go again, my biggest issue with Van Bronckhorst is away games, he has two sitting players. See if we play our own game against Celtic and play a high press and, and play the way we want to play and go and dominate the ball. 
we I think I still say, and as stupid as it sounds after getting beat four 0 I still think we're a better team than Celtic. I know what you're saying. We could there could be it's obviously hard for the boys who are going oh. through that. Obviously I've not I've never lost a brother, but I'd imagine it's heartbreaking stuff and but I would like to think that we're at the type of club where people would get around him. Um the likes of Ben Davies I spoke about the other day. I don't understand why, if if it is as bad as what's been made out in the rumour mill, then why is he not at home with his family the same way Roy McKay is rather than sitting on the bench, not playing a part, if that makes sense. I think that the... I think that what, and and an answer to your point, a hundred percent, it could be the case, but I would like to think it should actually be the opposite. Just to come back in, what Kerr was saying it made me think relationships on the park they look a bit fractured. You know, you've got Tavernier and Golson not only sort of in sync as they were maybe last season, certainly the season before. Um, Kent sort of miles after and doesn't look interested, and then there was JD. I've been speaking to him uh, in social media about this before with Kamara, he looks like he's lost his friendship group off of Park, which can be a massive thing for you really. He looks lost at times and, and I'm wondering is are these things playing a part in, in being detrimental to us in the park? I know like, the tactics and that are garbage and uh, we've seen that at the weekend. I'm not going to shy away for that, but it's just in the overall picture, just something to change it and maybe this international break would be a chance for the players, I don't know how many guys are away, to come together spend a couple of days together um, and, and try and get back to track. It's a fair point, Mark, but you would like to think that, and, and look, it's like every workplace, if you don't get on with somebody, then it can be difficult to work with them. I completely understand that. And and, and I think that's quite possibly, I, I think, Robert's spot on about Kamara. Um, Kamara, again, we don't know what the relationship's like with Gio, but obviously Bassi and Aribo, we're, we're big, big friends with Kamara, so he's lost them. I get that, but for the rest of the team, they, they've got to be professional, man. Have they not? Yes, took the words right out of my mouth. These guys, that's a job. It's as simple as that. I mean, I understand the circumstances and and in in a background can can change, and you lose pals and you lose players and stuff like that. But listen, that's part and parcel of the game. When when People are going to come and people are going to go, and it's just what happens every two or three years. That's going to it's going to be the case. There's definitely something in the background. Definitely something that nobody, none of us can put our, our finger on. That that's for me. It looks like something. Something's definitely up. I don't know what it is, and we're probably never ever going to find out what it is. But if they don't get their act together very very soon, then it can see it can see us. Tumbling and this turning into a proper shit show. I mean, it's just it's it's one of these things. That it's it's going to it could snowball into something and it could just ruin this whole season. Um, the point of view I, I can understand taking taking Ross's point as well with Davies. If it is as bad as what what we're, we're telling, send the boy home. Just go. Like, Do you know what? You go and deal with it and come back when you're ready to come and deal with. It. But for me. Obviously, I'm not a professional footballer, but this should be the respite. This should be the time away that they can concentrate on what they're doing, concentrate on playing the game, have a bit of camaraderie with, with the guys running about them and, and, and focus on what they're meant to be doing. So 
see, I see Robert's point as well, but um, for me, they need to be professional. First and foremost, it's what they get paid. And listen, they get paid an awful lot of money to do it. So, I mean, some of us, there's stuff going on at home. I mean, like Mike's myself, I, I go away. I leave my family for a fortnight. I'll go away. And it's like so things are going on, things are happening, and there's nothing you can do about it. So it's something that you just need to get your head down and go on with. And, and to be fair, the, the Rangers uh, players should be doing the same as far as I'm concerned. And you said it, professionalism for me, Martin. Aye. Um, Robert, just, just a question to yourself. We're, we're just about to come on and talk about the fact that there's an international break now. Has this came at the perfect time for us? Uh, aye, I think so. There's um, obviously good to get the win at the weekend. I know performance wasn't great. Um, but it's just them maybe trying to get their heads back in the game, and we it couldn't have been easy to get you know the the doings simultaneously. Um, so just to get the win, obviously it was important the weekend and try and get back and try and just get playing again because it's, yeah, listen uh, yesterday to some stuff and obviously supporters leaving, you know, seventy five minutes, eighty minutes uh, walking at the stadium that that can't be happening. They've got to entertain them right to the very end and keep you in your edge of your seat. So hopefully they come back, heed in the game, and realise you know. Two points behind, fortunately, um, we can try and sort of wrestle this back. Yeah, and I absolutely think that we can. Um, Robert, mate, thank you very much. Pleasure, boys. All the best. Cheers. Speak to you soon. All the best, Robert. <sighs> uh, the phone lines are very, very, very busy tonight. Um, we have another thank call. You. Call ending 599. How are you doing? All the best, Robert. Hello? Hello? Hello, who's that? Carol. Carol, how are you doing? Is that a new number? Well, I'm doing better than Rangers. <laughs> Is that a new number you've got, Carol? No. No? Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know how no, I have 599 for you. Ah. I'm still the same number I've always been. Uh, what I was going to say, right, I hear all this talk about leaking deposit printing the international break. I am absolutely bricking myself. Because, you know what happens when we have wee breaks? We can back broke down. Uh, but have we no Every, everyone, in the last three years, the winter break, what's it been like after it? Fantastic, eh? Let's, let's go on holiday. <laughs> we've, we've not quite been that bad after international breaks, have we? Well, we usually have not got many, too many players going, have we? <laughs> I bet <laughs> In, can we be much poorer when we come back, Carol, than what we've been the last two, three No, years? really. We can't be much poorer. And, you know, I've heard for a year now, been the last November, almost a year, when Gio gets his philosophy done, when Gio gets players in, Gio will do this and Gio will do that. I wish Gio would say Gio. Oh, I really do. I think that's probably... Either that or get a Scottish coach beside him. And get rid of the Dutch ones that are too laid back, happy backy, you know. So you, so you, Carol, you, you're of the opinion it's Geo out then. I think it should be. He, he's, hey, come on, wait a minute, that's no entertainment. You watch that and serve, and you go, oh, this is pathetic. We've gone backwards against both the league in the last twenty minutes. We were. What do you call that? When you keep yourself up in water, tread in water. In the last 20 minutes against him, it was woeful. I mean, I don't mind getting beat with a good team, not even an average team. 
I hate getting beat with Celtic, mm-hmm. and I hate getting trounced with we teams that we should be running or. And the other thing I wanted to say about Alec Lowry, I thought he was in the first team squad at the start of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Or at the end of last season. It's a wee injury, so he's got to go back to the B team. Why do the ones with injuries for the first team squad no get firmed out to somebody else instead of going back to the B team and getting injured again? Or does he no fancy him like he doesn't fancy half of the team, Gio? That's the thing with him. Right. I don't know this for sure, and I'm not going to say too much, but from what I was hearing, it wasn't just the injury that was the reason that Lowry was back in the beating. That's all I know. Fair enough, I don't know anything about that. But knowing that's a bit nasty, I mean, you can't keep being like that. No, no, and it's a fair point, Mark. Um, With regards to Lowry... I don't know why he was put back in the B team, but he's he's got to be back near and about that first team squad when when he's fit. You think the reason for it is is trying to get him fit? I, I don't think he's going to try and bring him on half fit, needing fifteen minutes and, and stuff like that. I think he's too young for that, and I think he would be doing him a disservice. Um, so I think they've, they've brought him back to the B team. You try and get them fat. Obviously, I've heard the, the bits and bobs you've heard as well, but you just don't know. But for me, that's all they've done. They've put them in a B team to get them game time, get them match fat, for them then to progress back into the, the, the first team. I, I think that, that for me, makes sense. <laughs> that's what, Carol, is that not what they used to do with, with players that were out with injuries? For, yes, know, reserve team. Aye, put them in the reserve team. What's happening with the first team squad? They're never any there coming off the bench. They're sitting there. You, oh, he's good back by injury. Alfie, Faz, a sausage. You know? And he's not getting out anywhere to get put, is he? He can sit on the bench and get put. No. That's a fair point, Ross. Every time Carol comes on, I'm just like that guy at Anchorman, like, what those noises? Every single time. No, listen, uh, he's absolutely right. Um, we spoke a wee bit about it at the weekend. We're talking about having to get minutes into people's legs and the time and place and all that they do that, and we don't seem to be we don't seem to be taking them. So there is a there is a question as and listen again, it's down to the club no communicating with the fans. Yeah. We don't know if Lowry, if, if the rumours are true and Lowry did come back to pre-season unfit or below, uh, sorry, above his target weights or whatever, or strength or whatever it was, but he's been put back into the B team um, and the problem with us putting players of that ilk into the B team is you're playing against hatchet men. Uh and what happened to Alex Lowry could happen to any of them. So that's the that's the problem with putting folk, real proper stars into the B team, is that they're playing against folk who don't want the new kid, the new kid on the block ripping the piss at them for 90 minutes, and they'll end up reacting. So for me, Alex Lowry, as soon as he's back fit, should be back in should be back in and around the first team because at the moment we're struggling for creativity. Um, and if we can, I don't know how long his 
his injury layoff's going to be. But if, if he's there or thereabouts and now, maybe the two weeks we don't have a game would give him a chance to, to get up to speed and be ready for a place on the bench again. And I think that's about the best we can about the best we can hope for with Lowry. Um, aye. Aye. Right, before I go, Martin, the break's not going to do us any good, but we are the people. And have a nice couple of weeks or whenever you get back on. Bye bye, lads. Good night. Cheers, Bye, mate. Bye. <laughs> Next caller, uh, caller ending 142. Hello, welcome to the Rabble. How you doing? Hi, how you doing? Hi, who's that? Ian from Denmark. From Denmark? Whoa. Our first international. Welcome, Ian. How are you doing? <clears throat> Not bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, what would you like to talk about? Um, I, I would like to uh, put a few questions to Ross, actually. All right, that's okay. No, he's, he's sitting waiting to beat a breath. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, it's because um, um, I really like him. Eh? I like his uh, his attitude and how he just uh, says things how it is. There's no sugarcoating, and um, he just tells how it is. Even that he does that, even when your message is standing beside you, I know it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah. But um, I was wondering, I would like to ask Ross if he thinks like Gio has lost the dressing room. I, I think um, there is there is a case for saying that, to be honest. Uh, I think that a, there seems to be a, half the team, as I've said before, who are guaranteed their place. The likes of Ryan Kent. We'll pick him, we'll pick Goldson, we can pick Tavern here. Uh, even this season, Lundstrom's not been at his best, I wouldn't say. Uh, and they're going to play every week. So for me, the people who are busting their arse in training and coming on and playing well, uh, it's got to be disheartening for them. If you're a, if you're a young boy or a player who can play on the left side of midfield and, and you're getting constantly overlooked for Ryan Kent, who's flat on to deceive for the last 12 months, then... That's gonna that's gonna cause some aggravation, uh, and that's gonna get folks' heads down. I, I think in the, the dressing room. I also think that these players were brought in by Gerard and played a four three three, where we never really feared anybody. We went and played our own game, uh, and I think that Van Bronckhorst's negative tactics could be another reason why there could be a split in the dressing room because you get some folk who are quite happy to go about their business just doing what the manager says, but you'll get other ones who don't yeah, you'll get other ones who don't believe in what the gaffer's selling them. I said that last week. Whatever he's selling, I would say probably fifty percent of the squad aren't buying at the moment and that's also a big that can also be an issue. So it might not be a split in the dressing room where you've got folk throwing punches at each other or no talking to each other, but there's going to be two camps, those who back the manager and those who are used to playing in an attacking formation every game, who are seen as going to Parkhead now and getting drubbings and don't appreciate and maybe don't agree with what the gaffer's saying. Can I ask you, um, just on what Ross has said there, see if that yeah. is the case. Should we as fans not be more angry at the players than what we should be the manager? Um, yeah, of course, Martin. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know how it works. I mean, 
you can't sack all the players, right? No, that's true. I mean, if the, if if you've got a, it works everywhere. Like I, I, could, I was listening to you earlier talking about workplaces. I mean, it's the same everywhere. If you've got a boss that comes in and you're not getting on and uh, you're not getting buying into the ideas, I mean, you down tools. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, and I think that's what's happening. I think there's a lot of players that have down tools. Can I ask you another quick question before you ask Ross something else? Yeah. See if you go to McDonald's, what do you get? Do you have McDonald's in Denmark? Yeah. If you, yeah. ever, if you ever go, what do you get? <clears throat> What's your preferred McDonald's choice? What's my preferred? Yes, McDonald's. What'd you get with McDonald's? Uh, quarter pounder. There we go, quarter pounder. Yeah, that's <laughs> onions, what is onions? Is it onions on it? Do you have the onions and all that on it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. No, they'll be fine. Fire and that's another one. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you go, Wee? You can, you can fire another question at Ross if you've got one. Yeah, I'm just thinking, what, what, what do you, what do you think, Ross? I mean, uh, uh, you've probably been banned from follow follow like ten times. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the way you, you see things, the way you you put your point across. But um, what, what what do you think we should do? I mean, if if I was need the a new board, mic? If I, listen, if I was the board, I don't. I'm going to be hypocritical here because I don't know if you can sack a manager who's two points behind in the title race because you don't agree with his philosophy if he's getting wins. At the end of the day, our board will only look for wins and being competitive in the SPFL. As a fan and as somebody who wants to watch progressive attacking football, I think we need a new manager. But I also think there's scope where Gio and Ross Wilson get in a room and sit down about the, the football and philosophy because part of the uh, Ross Wilson's remit was if Stephen Gerrard leaves the yeah, order, we've, we've got another three managers on a list who can come in and play the same and it's one in, one out. What seems to have happened here is we've went for the opposite of what Gerrard was offering. Is, um, so the board, it's a conflicted one for the board because they, at the start of the season they would have sat in the room and uh, the goal for the season would be to win the SPFL. And at the moment, they're two points off top with two home games against Celtic to go, having played them at Parkhead. If it was me, I would be I would be expecting <clears throat> Ross Wilson, who obviously worked so closely with Gerard and built that football and philosophy and stuff, to be saying to Van Bronckhorst, hold on a minute, this is the way we played last season when we were getting results we won 55 had an invincible season we're playing like this and there's got to be if they kind of come to an agreement and we keep trudging to victories holding the ball in the, the corner against um, teams like Dundee United at Ibrooks then I, I don't think that Rangers fans are going to be happy paying their hard earned money to go and to go and watch that no, um, no, of course not can I just can I just fly in a last question to all the panel yep um, everyone, um, are we papering over the cracks at the moment? 100%. Because it seems like it. 100%, yes, 100%. I think there's, I think that the, the players are disillusioned with whatever Gio's philosophy is. 
I mean, that to me looks like Ross could have touched on it earlier. I think I think the players are laugh. I mean, what are we trying to do here? Because yeah. we're we're yeah. sitting in the, we're sitting in the stands watching it, and we're all saying that. It looks incoherent. It looks as if people don't really know what they're meant to be doing at what phase of the game. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, if if it take Tillman for instance, Tillman's great going forward, but. If, if Gio's no Paul Hammond on one side and went, went, look, see when we lose the ball, you about turn and you get back. I mean, yeah. if, he, if he said that, it doesn't look as if he saved that. Either that or he's ignoring them. So for me, as I said, they just look disillusioned. They don't really know what, yeah, what yeah, we're the talking whole thing seems like an accident Yeah, what we're philosophy is. And for me, I think, yeah. I know that a lot of people are saying, well, he's not going to sack. And Ross, Ross said... Two points behind were rivals sitting second yeah. in the league. He's not going to get sacked. But for me, it's a case of act now, root out the rot, rather than wait for another six months down the line for us today anyway. So I think you need to bring yeah, yeah. somebody in. Points, that's good, that's good. Uh, four points next month. Yeah. Six points yeah. in three months. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, act now and root it out, bring somebody in yeah. with a proper philosophy. And I think that's that's yeah. the uh, that's the interview. What is your philosophy? Because it doesn't look as if we've got one right now. That should have been the interview anyway, Mark. Should have been, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, what about you, Kerr? Where do you stand on you? I don't. I don't want his manager in the first place, Martin. But I don't think it's good enough. I think getting to the European Europa League final last season, that did paper over cracks. But we're all we all we're all living on that wave on the technique because we're in a European final. But I think it's not just you. It's partly Joe's fault, partly Ross Wilson's fault. But the players have to take some of the blame. Some have been here far too long. Some yeah. should have been sold, and they weren't. And we've got some players who were here the jail. But you look at Davis and McGregor. They last played in the last Champions League game. I watched in two thousand twelve. I think it was. So we get players there far, far too long. But if Joe's here, be coaching staff. He came into this knowing what was happening. He didn't come into this blindsided. He came into it knowing I'm the coach. Uh, he'll speak about his philosophy to Ross, but Ross is a man who will buy players for his philosophy. Gio will have a say, but he'll never say in who he buys. Because mm-hmm. I've known Ross Wilson doesn't do that things unless he's changed the way he works. So the players he's brought and you can see, <coughs> knowing, I mean, you look at any other managers that go to clubs, they always bring in maybe one, two players who they've managed previous. That's not happening with Gio. But he knew him his community, so he come in and say a couple weeks ago he's happy with squad. And then it looks like he's maybe not happy with squad. You have to take some of the blame for that because, like I said, they knew what it was getting into. So I don't think Gio is good enough, but I think a lot of the blame have to, has to go to Ross <clears> Wilson. But you have, the players have to stand up and be counted. Some of them don't deserve to be there. Some of them do because some have been there far too long. I know Ross mentioned Ryan Kent. I'm a big fan of Kent, but I think he's been there too long. But Kerr, can I just ask you, don't you think like a like a top quality manager would get the best out of what, what he's got? I mean... If, if, I'm not going to say it, it probably it probably would because we we've seen me Gerard was here. Tav's numbers are better, Kent's numbers are better. We played a different way because we played to the poor strengths, but Gio's trying to fit these players into his philosophy. It doesn't suit some of them, so that's why maybe uh, it, he has come out and said the mentality of players may be suffering. If that's the case, it's only the start of the season, so things are going to get worse. So I think it's not just one problem. I think it's a lot of different problems. Just mounting up to be one big massive 
issue. It ranges on a, on a and you, you can point your fingers at many people, but I think it's going to cause problems all, all over this season. But a board won't sack him because it's going to cost too much money. Plus, he's only two points behind. I think that's, uh, that's Big question. Uh, sorry, so right, Ian, Ian, buddy, I have to let you go. The other four lines are going mad. Yeah, Thank you for yeah, phoning in. Cheers, Ian. Thank you very much. Cheers, Ian. Bye. Uh, I'll bring you in in two seconds, Ross. We have got another caller calling in. Seven money. Hello, welcome to the rabble. Hello, how are you doing, mate? Not bad. Who's that? It's John. Hey, cool. John, how are you doing? Hi, John. Hi, John. How are you doing? Could you just turn the show off in the background? I think I can. Oh, yeah, well, do me, aye. Yeah, how are you doing yourself, all right? I know, bad, John. What would you like to discuss? Uh, I'd like to discuss uh, if we even draw against Hearts in the next game, do you think Gio will be sacked or do you want him sacked? If we draw against Hearts in the next game, Ross, would Gio be sacked? For me, no, he won't. Um, but what's your thoughts? Uh, it won't be. But again, if he comes out with this team of... Listen, the last caller, as I was going to come in about Martin, was asking about paypal over the cracks. Gio could refresh this team and get the best out of his players by dropping Kent, dropping Goldson, making them have a point to prove that they need to come back with a bit of fire in their belly. And it comes down to that. If we go to Hearts and get beat, listen, I, I would, I would, I'm not saying halfway see Gio go the new, but I'm the same as the rest of the boys. The players are no buying into his philosophy. It's turgid to watch. Um, the two sitting midfielders against Indy United at Ibrooks was a, the final nail in the coffin for me when we had a chance to go and get a right positive result going into the international break. The fact that he'll no play Cholak and Morelos on the same pitch because it's too attacking for him. Um, and listen, everybody's... Everybody's thoughts change because based on the Celtic result, because now all of a sudden they've shown they're not invincible. They were never going to be invincible. It was a good start to the season, but they burn out. They got to this time last year and they started pinging hamstrings left, right and centre. So we could go to Tynecastle and we could could easily drop points there because we're going to go away from home and he's going to try and sit in. He's going to play two defensive midfielders. My hope is, throughout this winter break, they have a look at the performances this season. They have a look at his away result over his tenure at Ibrook so far. And they realise, do you know what? There's, what are we doing? We're giving other teams points through throwing points away away from home by no playing our own game. So if he comes out against Hearts at Tynecastle, plays with two sitting midfielders, keeps playing Kent, keeps playing Goldson, keeping all the old guard in who don't deserve to be playing and you drop points then for me you've got to sack him because he's no learning he's got two weeks now to go and analyse and if he comes back and does the same thing again and you drop points then of course he's got to go because he's no learning the only thing I would say to that Mark is see if his job was dependent on a result against Hearts you let him go now because that means you don't if you're going to sack him a manager um, after an international break, if he, if he loses or draws a game, there's no point in hanging on him. I've already said that. Root it out just now and, and, and be done with it, rather than wait for the inevitable. Look, Scotty, the inevitable. Because that's what's going to happen. I, I can't see. Looks, looks for me as if 
some of these players are, are just going through the motions, 100%. We've all said that about Kent, through the motions. For me, the only way Gio turns this around is if he drops all these so-called undroppables and replaces them with young boys and, and just tries to tries to let these... I think your young boys are good enough to beat most of these teams in the league. I think likes of Lowry, McCann, um, even Leon King, I thought. They're good enough to be playing in any other team in that any other team in that league. So why are they not playing in our team? So for me, I think I said at the start, his, his jacket's in a shaky peg. It's that whole boardroom thing of we don't want to fling hundreds of money at him because we sack him, and then we don't want to fling hundreds of money at somebody else to bring somebody in. This is where we are at the minute. It's 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 not going to get better as far as I'm concerned. I'd love for Gio to turn it around. And do you know what? This is the first time in my 45 year of supporting Rangers that I've ever thought about, right, let him go. I've always, always, every other manager, I've always been like, oh, we'll give him a chance, we'll give him. But this feels different. This feels different. And I think that I think that as fans, we deserve better. Simple as that. I just, I really do. So for, for me, I think that if he loses against Hearts, I would just get shot at him. Pull the, pull the plaster off quickly, get it over and done with, and let's try and build. Get somebody in that can that can um, stick a decent philosophy down and and move forward. To say that obviously with the World Cup, they're going to have plenty of time to work with players, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe after the World Cup, come out flying. But for me, I don't think so. I think I think it, it, for me it goes now. Simple as that. What be your what be your cell call? What would you do? Would you would you get rid of Gio now? Would you would you wait and see? Can he still turn that around? I'd get rid of him a few weeks ago. Honestly, he's that bad, man. He he he's see he's a he's a way record in Scotland. It's disgraceful in the league. His style of football is just no working, man. And I, I think even back to uh, advocate, advocate was all right when he came in at first, and then that 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 oh. style. Started not working, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, I always like to try and you make, know, make, try make great sense, boys. I talk well, man. Well, I mean, I, I just ask the questions, so I, I, <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't take the plaudits. It's Ross, Ross is the main man. He's aye, a, aye, all the boys that spoke well, they spoke well, man, spoke good, man. Aye, the so just just before just before I let you go, then I will ask you a final question: Has the international break then came at the perfect time for us, or with them dropping points yesterday? Do you feel as if it was maybe a wee confidence boost, and if we were playing next weekend, we could put a bit more pressure on them? No, the international break came at the right time for us. Aye. Well, I don't know. There's just a wee bit in me that goes, they drop points, and now they've got. Yeah, that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic, man. It made my weekend, man. Uh, well, my stepson's unfortunately a supporter of a certain football team, and I was sitting in my son's room and he was watching it in the living room, and I had a wee chuckle to myself. Um, thank you very much for the call. <laughs> uh, please phone in again. Hey, brother, boys, all the best to everyone. Thank you. Cheers, mate. I don't, I don't know. See. I was thinking to myself before the game they played on Sunday, I cannot wait for this international break. We need this international break, Matt. In fact, I've got to care because Ken have got to talk in that last call. And look at him, look at his face. He's desperate to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just thought 
after that game on Sunday, oh, could we not just play next week? To be honest with you, man, after Saturday's result, and I watched it, I thought the break does come at the right time, but oh, I'm like yourself, I'm going to think about that series, does it? Because it gives us two weeks of thinking what if this happens, what, and I think if we played this weekend coming and it didn't work out for us, then we know what's coming ahead. We've we got to wait until the 1st October for the Hearts game, and that's an extra couple of weeks. And we, say we don't get it, we don't get in for that game. It's getting worse. I don't think we'll get sacked, but I think you'll keep it 10 points by not getting sacked. I don't think the board will waste the money to sack him until it becomes inevitable and probably wait to end the season. Because then he's got a year down in his contract. I, I don't know why we don't get, we give managers two, three year deals. We just give him a year rolling. And then if anything goes wrong, if it goes tits up, then you're not having to pay him off that much. But three year deal for a guy who came. I mean, don't, apart from Feyenoord and the one I like, what's he really done? We all, we all bought into the Dutch stuff, but. But we give we give too we give too long a deal, not just to managers, but the players as well and it ends up ends up costing us. Just give them a two year where I wrote with an extra manager, a year's wrong a lot of clubs do. And then if anything goes wrong then you can see like, a season enough to get rid of them because it's not gonna cost us that much. But he's got three years in his deal, so he sat coming on all his sta- all his staff and that's a lot of money and then who do you bring in? You you're gonna you're gonna look at the same folk at Pick Geo to bring somebody in. And do you trust him? You probably don't. Will you bring a manager in for a different club? Probably no, because you have to pay compensation. So you look at the unemployed list, guys who are only working at the moment. Do you know what I mean? So you have to look down that route. So it's it's all ifs and buts, but it's difficult. I think Gio's going to hide it in the hand. If he, if he wins against Hearts, we'll praise him for a bit, but we'll still look at, we'll still look at the negative points. But if he gets beat against Hearts, then we'll want him out the door quicker. So I, I think it's going to be a long season myself. Hopefully I'm wrong, but I think it's going to be a long season. Well, we shall, we shall obviously find out. We have another caller in, channel member Ian Ross. Ian, how you doing, my friend? Hi, Martin. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, well, thanks. Hi, Ian. Um, how are you doing? For a couple of weeks, I've been up in Glasgow, um, uh, sort of starting uh, with my brother, who's uh, home from Hong Kong uh, on holiday. So I was up there having a good time. Unfortunately, I was uh, unable to watch the rabble gym that time. So It's not good enough, Ian. Absolutely not, absolutely not. Uh, okay, you... there's, there's a few thoughts, few little points I want to put across to everybody. Um, I think what, what everybody has to get a grasp of is the club haven't got any money. Everybody thinks the club, you know, because of the European run, because we're in the, uh, we're in, uh, the Champions League, that the club's overflowing with money. But the, 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 the bottom line is the club's still skinned. You know, we've, we've, we've been paying off, we've been paying off all the debt, uh, we've been paying off all the players as well, uh, and we just can't afford. So, uh, that, I'm I'm not a lover of you at the moment either, but we just can't afford to sack him. Right, we before, before you come him. on to your second point, I want to just pick up on that, Ian, right, um, on, on that, uh, the money situation. Ross, I think there's plenty of money sitting in behind at Rangers, I don't think we're anywhere near skin. After the the directors took over, they came in. It was like a it was like you had just done a trusted right, and you had got to the end of that and you were back to back to zero. And then we brought all this money in. We've had plenty of money through transfers, through the manager leaving, through European runs. I don't think the club's anywhere near skin. I don't know, mate. 
I'm not a financial expert. I'm not a board member. I know the chat would love me to be, but I'm not a board member. Um, so we don't know, mate. Have they, have they lied to the support? Has there maybe been more soft loans than that was declared? Has there been... Uh, do we owe money to people that we maybe managed to cover up? Or have they side put, put money away for future upcoming costs? Mate, I have not got a clue how much money we've got in the bank. And what I do know is we've brought in a shitload. Mm-hmm. So if we've brought in a shitload... As I've said before, the money we bring in through sponsorship, ticket sales and stuff like that, fair play if it goes to the corporate stuff and the running of the club. But I would have liked to have seen us spend money on the squad, which we've no done. So if there's a pool of money there for the squad and we decide that Geo's away record alone is worth sacking them, then take money out of that and do it. We can't, I'm the same as you guys. Surely a business like Rangers runs with the day-to-day running of the club here and money for transfers and player wages like the football side of the club, surely they're separate entities in the um, in the budget. So we, we were told when the, the new board came in that any money raised for player sales would be put straight back into the squad, that we were in a position where that could happen. And it's no happened, but it's impossible to sit here as a... As nothing but a simple fan and say we're either skint or we're no skint because let's be honest, none of us know. We don't even know we don't even know what's happening at boardroom level, Martin. We don't uh, to be well, honest, there's so much there's so much stuff goes on in our boardroom like or the you don't want to look at the stadium, mate, a beautiful stadium like Ibrooks and we've got big fucking blue patches all over it because we're we're signing sponsorship deals with companies that are gone bust and stuff like that. So we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's that cost us. Did we go and get all the signs made up? Did we print all the, the Rangers tops with Sportimon Go on the back of them? And then the company who Sportimon Go who sponsored us went bust. So if we had to ring fence five million to replace all these strips that we got made because that thing was worth a couple of hundred grand. We don't know any of this stuff. So I think it's hard to sit and say we're either we, we could be sitting with the guts of fifty million in the bank based on incomings and outgoings, or we could be sitting with ten million in the bank because Edmondson House being brought out of that plus a, a signing on fee for Connor Golson plus a signing on fee for Tom Lawrence. I know we sign these boys on uh, pre contracts, but they, they don't just come as a you don't just get them for nothing and pay their wages. Tom Lawrence will probably have been gave a guts a million quid signing on fee to companies in order to bring them here rather than go to the English Championship or something. So, do you know what I mean? I know that's a, that's a big long way around the, the street to get to my point, but maybe knows how, see, unless you're sitting on the board and you're Rangers accountant, you don't know how much is there. I'd like to think one those skin, but I'm not a clue. Well, in saying that, Ian, I apologise for interrupting. Um, no, it's I, I, just, I, just could, I couldn't believe it. It's just a, you know, every single one of these directors on the Rangers board invested millions of pounds in Rangers. Plus the three bears invested millions of pounds as well. These people need to be paid back. You know, and they've got, they've got all the, the other outlay as well, like Ross was saying, the signing on to is Edmondson House. The day-to-day, just the day-to-day running of the club. 
You know, the, the people. You know, people think that we're that we're, that we're swimming in money, and it's just that's just not the case. No matter what people think, we have no money to to to, to pay out five million and to to to, to sack you and then bring somebody else in and another three year contract. Oh no, I understand that point. You know, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. And the, the, of course, we've got problems on the field as well. We we can't come out. I mean. The, both these players went away. That's that's what the bottom line is. Both these players went away, went away, and they were pissed off. Kent was pissed off because he didn't get to Leeds, and Kamara was spoiled as well because he didn't go to Leon, uh, go to Nice. Because both these offers, both these offers fell through. So they're not they're not playing now. They're they're only they're only biding their time, and that's that's the problem. On the field, that's the problem because they're not playing. Who else, who else? Who are you going to play out with left instead of Ken? No, no, I get it. But it's just, just Ian, see on your, see on your comment about money. I think, I mean, we're <coughs> going to get another until, until the accounts come out. To be perfectly honest with you, but I think we're somewhere, somewhere in the middle. I think we're, we're no skin, but we're no loaded. I think that if you look at it. We've forked out an awful lot of money for um, for improving the stadium, improving the um, the, the training facilities, um, a lot of money in infrastructure, Edmondson House. So that all is all got to be taken into consideration. Also, and we've and forked a, out. And a, a, a yeah, oh, we seven million to get to, to get rid of Ashley. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard eight, but, but what I'm saying is. What I'm saying is there's a lot there's a lot of money come in. Yeah, what I'm saying is there's a lot of money come in, but a lot of that money is going to be staggered because it's for player sales. And the, the Champions League money, we don't get it up front, we'll get it next year. So the that's money exactly, that we're making that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying, Mark. That's exactly yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, but, yeah. So, but, but there's there's got there's got to be money there. We we're, we're ready. We're probably somewhere in the middle, we're probably not skin. And we're, but we're, we're not exactly swimming in money. And we, we have to be careful. I mean, do, do we really want to go back to where we were 10 years ago, 12 yeah. years ago? Do we want to go back there? I, I think you might find... I think you might... Moaning about the, the, the position we're in. I mean, look, if it wasn't for these people that invested millions, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. And I think that, that could be a case. People say, you know... Spend this, spend that, spend the next thing. We, we just we, we can't do it. Otherwise, we're going to we're going to go steps back instead of steps forward. Right, Ross, you wanted to come in on that. Right, I think you might find that obviously, as we say, the free bears and the directors and stuff have been given as soft loans. We don't know the ins and outs of the loans. Was there a was there a clause in in those loans that said you'll pay them back over ten years? But if the club breaks X amount of turnover they'll be paid back instantly. So you're not paying interest on them. We don't know stuff like that. My brother invested a, a, a lot of money in Rangers with, with the three bears, right? But he, right. Um, in, in return for his money, he took shares instead. Right. So whether that's, whether that's the case of the rest of them did the same, I don't, I don't know. But that's what my brother did. He took, he took his uh, investment back in shares. I don't think Douglas Park's the type of guy who not not throws money away, but you know what I mean. He doesn't he doesn't do anything for free, Douglas Park. No, no. You know what I mean? Well, no, 
Well, no, nobody does it at the bottom, the bottom line, as uh, guys, it's, a, it's still a bit, as well as a, a football team, it's still well, a business, it's, the business has to be run right. As, as you know, well, but otherwise, like I say, you know, well, we don't want to get back to where we were. We can't, we can't afford to get back to where we were. So we've got to be really careful about how we move forward. And I, I know that it's so depressing. I, I cried after the Celtic game. I told you that's my last call. I cried after that Celtic game. I was so depressed about it. But that's, I mean, in the, in the cold light of day, you know, the, the people have to be realistic. That's all, that's all I'm saying. They have to be realistic. No, listen, this is fair enough. Everybody's entitled to their own view. And you're kind of swinging me around to your way of thinking. Ian, Ian before I let you go, I have to ask. Um, <laughs> you, you, were, you were really down after the Celtic game as we all were. Um, how, yeah. are you, how are you feeling now? How are you feeling about um, Rangers now? I went to the game on Saturday. That's my first game for quite some time. Uh, I went to, uh, apart from the Napoli game, I went to the Napoli game as well. I was, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to cry, but I, I'm frustrated at the way we play that song. I'm really, really frustrated at Jew's approach to the game. I really am. I mean, I'm with you guys, you know what I mean? Why did they not, what, Kent should have been off that park at half time. He should have been off the park at half time. And I, I why did they not bring Morellis on? Bring Morellis and Tillman on. And play Tillman wide left and bring Morelis on as a number ten to play behind Chulak. That's that's where that's where Morelis thrives. He thrives he thrives as a number ten. Holding the ball up, you know, holding the play up, waiting for waiting for the, the guys to, to make a run. That, that's 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 where he, he's in my opinion, that's where he's at his best. He's, he's not a he's not a Chulak's a poacher. He's an Ali McCoy type of, uh, uh, or a, a Chris Boyd type of player. Give him the ball in the box and he'll score. But if you're not supplying Cholak with the ball, we're not going to score goals. Because the goals, where else are the goals going to come from? You know, Ken's not interested. Right's a bit of a waste of time. You know, so then you're depending on your midfielders like, like Davis and Lawrence and Tillman. Uh, to score goals, I'm not, I'm not big scorers. Bring Morelis on, play him at a number ten. Oh, I've had that. I've had that. I've played him right wing and everything, and it's 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 one of those ones. Um, but unfortunately, I am going to have to let you go. Um, un- yeah, no unfortunately, problem, I have to jump away for two minutes, and if I go away, that means the phone lines has to go away. But I have to go for family stuff. Um, but thanks very much for calling in, and make sure you phone okay, in next time. Cheers. Cheers. See Ian. you later. Bye. Bye. Best. Cheers, Ian. Cracking, boys. Cracking calls again. Listen, I think we'll speak a wee bit between ourselves until Martin comes back with the phone lines. And that is something that's getting quite prevalent here between the fans. The idea, the idea being floated, uh, why are we not using Morelos and Cholak at the same time? What's your, what's your thoughts on the, the whole square pegs in round holes and, and trying to get the two on the park at the same time. Well, Gio was asked that, Ross. He was asked, well, when he listened to that be up front together and he says it's never, it's never entered his head to try that. So, take for that what you think, but if he's never thought it, I don't think he's going to, I don't think it's a thing I think we do. I think he'd rather keep me two old midfielders and play two strikers myself. I don't know. I don't see why he shouldn't try it because... We've not scored a lot of goals this season, apart from Colac, nobody else seems to put the ball in the net. 
I know I'm not saying Alfie scored a lot of goals because he hasn't, but if he was up beside him, surely it's going to create more space because defenders going to worry about Alfie. And I'm worried about Kolak. And if you put somebody behind him like Lawrence, even Tillman, then it's going to create... Why should, well, I don't know. I don't understand why we don't just get attack teams like you've said. Other other boys have other boys have said that in the pod. Just get attack teams because we have better players and majority of teams in, in the league. So why are we so defensive and so cautious? That obviously comes for the manager. So that's the that's only reason I think. I just think because he said he's not going to try it, he never will. I don't I, I don't think he's in a term as a right sided or left sided attacker. I think he sees him both as like for like. So if one comes off, one will go on. I think that, I don't think we'll ever play to him again, unless it's he's thinks he's as Mark keeps saying his his jacket's fell off that shooky nail or he's desperate. I don't think he's going to play to him again, but he should because it would work. Plus, play Lundstrom himself in the middle. I play somebody in the middle himself because we got too many players in the middle of the park. I'm very similar, and there's no legs there. Mark, what about I've been watching obviously who's undecided for Hearts after Kawi interest in their games. Watched them yesterday. Two of Hearts' best players are Barry Mackay and Andy Halliday, who were banter years players for us. Why have we got a feeling in our head that we could go away to Tynecastle and drop points to a team that's got two first starting 11s for the banter years as well as we've went and took possibly their best player last year in John Suter? Why, why have we got that apprehension? Is it because we are not going to go there and play our own game? Do you think that's what it comes down to? Because on the park, man for man, Baron Craig Gordon, who for me is absolutely exceptional still at the age of 39, 40, we've got better players all over the park than them. So why is there this nervousness about going there? Is it the negative tactics? I mean, I'll, t- I'll tell you back. For me, it's... it's If you if you go back to the, um, to the Napoli game and his team selection... Now, for me, his team selection wreaked fear. Same as same as in, in uh, the, the Dundee United game as well. Wreaked a fear. It reeked of, I'm going to get the sack here if I don't get this right. I'm I'm putting old school, tried and tested players in <clears throat> because I know they'll do a job for me. And I know that even the old school will be better than what I'm trying to do at the minute and, and some of the players that I'm putting in. It just baff- This whole selection thing is just baffling me. It's properly, we've all said it, it's, uh, it's square pegs into round holes. It's just, it's, it's blown my mind and, it, and it's it's properly, you're looking at it and you're going like to yourself, hold on a minute, that team that started against Natwood, don't get me wrong, done as a turn. But we knew they were going to do as a turn because it was Gerard's team. It was almost Gerard's team that won the bloody 55. So you know what you're getting from, tried and tested. But for me, that's that's been two steps backward. Exact same as uh, against um, against Dundee United at the weekend. There, he, he's, he's tried to. He's went right. What am I going to do? I can't go with that same side again because I'm going to get mauled against Dundee United. No mauled, as in the team are getting mauled. I'm going to get grief because it's no anywhere near attacking enough to play against a Dundee United side. So what I'll do is I'll I'll fling two young boys into a piece of fans, and that'll be all right. For me. I'm looking at our side at the minute and it, and it reeks of him being scared. He's like, if I don't do something here and get a result, I'm going to lose my job instead of let's put a team out that's going to play nice football and it's going to attack him. So it's really, I mean, we played against Dundee United and everybody was feeling the worst. And do you know what? 
it almost came to, came to fruition, didn't it? 2-1. We're, we're fucking knocking the ball into the corner for the last five, ten minutes. We're, we're trying to play. We look nervy. We look panicky. But, as I said, and we've got the same fear going into Hearts because we know that he's not going to play a formation that we go, do you know what? That looks like a proper formation with players that are meant to be in that position that are going to play attacking football and go and take this game to somebody. It just blows my mind. As I said, it, it's no hard, even... Even if you get players that, that are square pegs and round holes, first and foremost, they've got to have the desire, they've got to try. And for me, under Gerard, we were the best pressing team in the, in the, in the league. I mean, we, 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 we played teams off apart just surely by pressing them. Now we just sit off them and we look lazy, we don't look interested, we don't look, well, it's always a safe pass, it's always a safe ball. Um, as I said, it's just. I don't know where you go with it, to be perfectly honest with you. I know I've just ranted and raved, but <laughs> as I said, I really don't. And that's how I feel. I'm, I, that's just where I'm at in a minute. I really, I'm, 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 Geo's disillusioned me, never mind the fucking players. Well, obviously, I've missed what you were talking about, but I can get a grasp from Mark's wee quick, quick rant there. Um, and uh, is this fair? We are set up to hang back and beat teams on the counter, the players we have are better playing attacking football and pushing teams back, Ross? Aye, of course we are. That's what we do best. Get, if we've got a fitness up and you've got Kent driving at people, shutting down space, you've got uh, two high midfielders pressing and somebody just sitting in case they break through that press, that's when we've had our best results. No, having Cholak pressing on his Todd and Kent doesn't know where to go. We were a team that had our most successful season in recent history, the 55 season, by just pressing the life out of teams. Folk can't live these. See, St Mirren showed you yesterday, if you press Celtic, you'll get joy because they're not that great on the ball. But if you decide to sit off them, they'll pass the ball about until somebody has, makes a mess and they're defending, and before you know it, they've got a run out of the way and they'll score goals. We, we've got the players to go and play there with confidence, but the problem is, with our fans, um, with our manager, sorry, and our fans' eyes, is we know for a fact we're going to go to Tynecastle and we're going to play with two sitting midfielders, one up front, and Kent, who's grossly off form. I'd love to think that during this two weeks off, we would come back and have maybe a couple of wee tweaks and our formation based on what they've learned. That would be great. But at the same time, Van Bronckhorst told you his philosophy and that's not his philosophy. So, you're, mate, honestly, you're, you're, between a, I know. you're between a rock and a hard place, mate, because the players we've got can do that. They've proved they can do that. But you've got a manager who doesn't want them to do it. That becomes a conflict for me. Well, one man who might be able to answer that question is on the phone right now. Curry Muncher. Curry, how are you? Yes. You get me? I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm not bad. Can I just say that somebody sent me a a screenshot of a post on Twitter. Um, Apparently, Curry, apparently I'm racist for calling you Curry Muncher, so I just want to apologise if if you've took any offence from me calling you that. (laughs) Took a fence, I took a bloody gate as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know something, right? 
This is the word they lie, right? I get it all the time and they're like, eh, you're racist. No, they're the racist for thinking that. If they can't associate the name Curry Buncher with somebody that likes, really loves curries, then they're the racist, you us. Well, I'm glad you've said that, so that means I'm not a racist. That's good. Um, what would you like to talk about? Oh, God. Right, well, first of all, right, <laughs> I totally disagree with what Ian was saying about us being skint. I'm, just, I'm sorry, but we're no skin. It's just, I don't know how people can say that. Uh, can we afford to let Gio go? Probably. I've, I've been trying, I don't know if it was Ian actually had a, a little discussion with and chat about this. Surely, now maybe you guys will be able to help me. Surely, any manager that's brought into any football team, not just Rangers, they take out a policy or insurance policy if something goes wrong with that manager, i.e. you might need to sack him. Surely there's insurance policies in place to cover some, no maybe all of the cost, but some of the cost if you're going to get have to get rid of that manager for a run of bad results or a falling out with the board or whatever. That's a good point. Um, I know, care that there's insurance policies, obviously, against um, players getting injured and stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah. But insurance policies for sacking a manager? I've never heard that before, Mark. I know about players getting insured when they're in national duty. A players getting insured throughout a season in case they get a bad injury. But managers... I've never heard of that. It could be. But no, I think, something, I think, no something I've come no, across. Sorry, I think what Curry's meaning is they're not actually taking an insurance policy out. What he's, he's meaning is he's <laughs> meaning they've, they've stuck a couple of quid to one side just in oh, case we need to win this boy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're on. We, we uh, uh, go compare and say, can we get a policy <laughs> for something? <laughs> No, I think I think what he's been but see to be perfectly honest with you, as I said, I don't I don't think we're we're rolling in hundreds of millions, but I think we've got enough to sack a manager and bring somebody new in. See if we've no there's I, something I, fundamentally I, wrong with I agree with you there, mate. Uh, 100%. I, I, well, can I just say I, I just a, a a big thank you to Ross for one of the best tweets ever in Twitter. Chan what I think I can't do laughing there, sorry. What, what one was that? Yeah, I think he knows. Uh, that was that the chant shit, get banged with all Absolutely superb. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's Yavira. Yavira got it, or you've no curry. Yavira got it, or you've no curry. Just the way in my head. Why does that not surprise me? Curry, what would you do right now if you were on the Border Rangers? Um, with Gio. The board of right, Well, that's another thing. Uh, I think you'll find that directors, especially directors in football, they put the money in to the club. They're not looking to... Uh, you don't go into football, put money in football to get money back. No. Uh, near enough, every single club in this earth of professional football are running at a loss. And they have done for decades. So you don't get any FIFA and put money in any FIFA to make money. So I don't know what people are saying. Oh, you put money in, and you get. Oh, you want your money back? 
I, I, you want your money, maybe want your money back, but you don't put any money to me your club, any money that you've not already got. Ah, but it used to especially be. It used to especially be... if any of them, I don't know any of them personally, right? Yeah. If you're a Rangers supporter or a Rangers fan and you've got a couple of bob, you're going to put that in. You don't expect that. You want what's best for the club. Mm-hmm. You're not going to say, oh, well, if, I, if I give them X amount, I, I better get X amount back within uh, X amount of time. It's like, no, here's the money. You need that. Take it. If I get it back, I'll get it back eventually. I just I don't understand people. Are, oh, I just think everybody's. I think what's happening is a lot of the money that we're getting, the money we've already got, the money we're getting is going on. I keep on. I've seen a, a comment and saying, "How do I know?" I don't know. I'm assuming we don't get told this, so I don't know. Is that a lot of the money is going on corporate ventures, and I'm I'm not happy with that. Is I think I don't know if it was Mark or Ross that said about we were told that uh, any money we got we got from uh, player sales would be go straight back into the club. Well, that's definitely not happened. We've seen that. Have we brought good players in? Have we brought a couple of good players in? We've brought a couple of potential maybe in a year or two. We don't know yet. Project players, yeah. Project players. But we're not seeing. There's players we've brought in that we haven't even seen yet. There's something wrong there. There's definitely something wrong. I, I wanted you out. I said uh, the other week there, if Kamara was in the game, you need to get out and he was in. And look what happened. He lost two goals because of him. He was disinterested. He couldn't be bothered. He's never turned up since uh, Jared left. And as soon as his two pals, Joe Rebo and Bassey left, that he's just he's looked a shadow of himself. He is a good footballer, but he's looking every bit worth the fifty thousand that we paid for him. Can I ask you something, uh, Corey? Uh, I mean, um, I, I don't have the figures in my head, right? Uh-huh. Um, but obviously we brought in what was it? Tw- just let's just say let's talk conservatively, right? Let's say we brought in twenty million for Bassi. Let's say we brought in one and a half for it, and um, whatever. I mean, have the club not? albeit not reinvested all of it, but have the club not backed Gio? Have the club not reinvested? Have the club not spent the best part of 10, 15 million this season? They brought in about 40 million. I'm talking about player sales. That's player sales. And to be managed. We lost Jared and the whole backroom team, right? We can pay for that. Parson, we get money for yeah. We get uh, it's we only get what was it four million up front, but it was worth twelve million. So that that's what, that's nearly a year now. So some of that money's come in. Uh, we get was it sixteen million for Bassey and how much was it? I don't even can't even remember how much it was for a rebo. Ten million. Ten million. Uh, yep. So it's not kicking the, the backside off with forty million. We've got and they've put in. Uh, up to, up to, we haven't paid it, but up to 15 million. So we'll probably pay to it probably about 10, 10 million through the, through the bank. Is that we'll pay the rest, can, can I pay? the rest of whatever installments they're expecting. Sorry for interrupting, so, Curry, but can sorry, I just, can, sorry, can, sorry, no, no, it's, it's my fault. And by the way, I do apologise to everybody because I know a few people have picked me up on it. Um, the reason that I, tra- that I interrupt sometimes, right, is because when somebody makes a good point, see if I don't, I forget. That's the only reason I interrupt. Um, no, 
if we have only spent, let's just say, ten million, is is that uh-huh. not enough for better performances in Scotland? Uh, Scotland, I uh, Champions League that in Europa, no, no way up near. Is there much? Is there much a difference between spending ten million and let's say twenty five million in the Champions League? Would that make any real difference to us? Uh, or is that I, a stupid of question? It would. Of course it would. Can I come in here? If you're going to be able to bring 25 million, that, that's seven, three, seven million, say three plus, seven plus million players you can bring in. You can bring in decent quality for that. But if you're playing against teams that are spending 50 million on a player, I'm, I'm just trying to look at where the Rangers board would, would come for us and say, Bruce, we'll spend. Bruce, Dortmund, how, how much are they worth? Why are their players as worth if they follow your team? That's one of the other reasons I'm really pissed off at Gio, is what he said about that. Like, oh, we need millions to compete. So if we need millions to compete, how come we're no mind the flair with every Scottish Premier League? Because we're well in front of them. They're getting the American, they're getting our pants compared to what we're getting. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, uh, so that's, all this money, it's a lot is but because I've all been saying and even Ian Ross was saying as well is the tactics that we're playing with Gio it's no the way that all our players that have been there for years were learned to play they to learn the way that Jared wanted and that's the way they've been and if if it go wait come on if we get rid of Kent Tav Goldson Arfield Griggsy Davis all the ones that have been sit, sitting in the team for years, that would have been fair enough. But we're done. We still have these players and we've still got that philosophy or we played to a philosophy that was a one team. The team won on that big... We, we won a full season undefeated. We took their Terry Monroe after them. <laughs> the prize possession that they really wanted and we took it after them and it was the best feeling ever. And we went to a, a team that looks... They just look broke. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole thing's broken, and that that that's a worrying thing. And I think it's got a lot to do with the tactics. I, I take it the whole reason we're playing so bad to know is the tactics that Joe's brought in. Is he a good good coach manager? Definitely, he's been there, he's done it, but he's no doing it in Scottish football because. Way, way too negative. We can't play negative against these teams. Two holding defenders against Dundee United. Come on. He's a brick. That's that's shocking. That is absolutely shocking. I think every single one you see here, all the guys in the chat, every fan that goes to Ibrox can see it. can tell you, the board bodies see it. They must be able to see it. There's only one person that doesn't see it. And that, that's the worrying thing. And that's Gio. And I think the score on Sunday actually helped him out a bit because if they had won, we'd still be saying the exact same thing they do. Get him out the club right away. Mm-hmm. The only reason that we're, he's got a wee bit of leeway, they do, is because St Mirren banged two against them. And that, that, that that's the state he appears in. We need to get something sorted. Ross, you wanted to come in there? Our, our problem is not what we've spent, but how we've spent it. Our yes. two best players, our, our best player this year, 
has been Cholak, 1.8 million. Our second best new signing this year has been Tom Lawrence, free transfer, call it a million and a half, time of their sign on and an agent's fee. We've got 12 million quid sitting on their arse in the bench getting splinters. 5 million Yilmaz, 4 million Ben Davies, 3 million Matondo. So it's not that the manager's not been backed, it's that the manager's not picked players that fit into his negative system that he wants to play. So is Ross Wilson still buying players that have been on the list since Gerrard was here when we went and played free-flowing attacking football and wanted big commanding centre-halves? Or there's a breakdown in communication somewhere. People are saying we've no backed the manager. We have backed the manager. But yeah. we've, spent money, we've spent money on Dross that can't get in the team. I'm not saying Dross. That's a fair point, Ross. That is a fair point, mate. Uh, totally agree with you We've spent fifteen million in the best money we've had back on that's the two cheapest signings. Mm-hmm. I think two of the players are also project players. Tilman and Matondo, for me, are project players. They're no first team starters. So that's that's money wasted straight away as well. Tilman's alone, isn't it? Don't buy an alone player, a project player, but. No. Well, it's a loan to, loan to buy in it. So, I mean, we'll be looking to spend no, five million on it. I mean, it doesn't matter what his age is. If he's good enough, he should be playing. And he's, he's coming in the start yeah. really well. And I just, I just, I just think the pros are brought in don't play the way Joe wants to play. And I think Ross is kind of hitting the nail on the head with saying that he's buying players for a different system. Because I think the boys he's brought in are decent because they cost a bit of money. I've seen Ben David before. Ben's a decent player. Yelmaz looks good on YouTube and stuff like that, and by all accounts, what I've read about him, he's a really good fullback, but he's a attacking fullback. And Matondo, I was told before we signed him, he wasn't that great, but he's still learning, I suppose. But he's not given many a chance. I know they've done a game to, to, for any to turn around and say he's rotten, he's good, he's not good enough. Because they're in and out of team special. Yelmaz has a, queen, a game, game against Queen of the South, never been seen again. Ben Davis is on the bench, off the bench. Matondo. Every time I see him, he just runs away, he's facing. But it's no fair on these guys to come in and sit on the bench because then they're getting criticised. But unless Gio is going to change the way he does things and drop players who are out of form or change the way he plays, which will only because he's stubborn and he's just basically like that. I remember I can't well. And I don't know. I just think he's, he's having Ross Wilson running the same page now. And I think he could have been buying, Ross is maybe buying the players he thinks suits Rangers, but. Uh, maybe Joe thinks well, they maybe suit Rangers, but it don't suit me, and that's how he's playing the tried and tested. Who are basically they've, they've had a peak few seasons ago and they're just starting to go down. Curry, final thoughts before I let you go? Uh, I, I, I totally agree with the guys, as they've been saying. Uh, I just hope we're only two points behind now, so hopefully, uh, when we come back, we'll see a fresh, inspiring Rangers, uh, we'll see players. That have not showed up for the the whole of the season. Uh, actually, make an attempt to show them why he should be here wearing the blue jersey. And my last word is, God save the king. Ah, brilliant, brilliant. Well said, Curry. See you later, guys. There Do we really believe? And by the way, can I just say thanks to every single person who's phoned in. Um, I'm trying to work out a new system, a new technical system where I can have two, three, four calls waiting. But unfortunately, I'm not that tech savvy that I'm not 100% sure how to do that yet. So I can only take one call at a time, which I know would be frustrating if you constantly try to um, phone in. Two quick announcements. Um, tomorrow, Brian and Wilf will be 
Um, reporting live from Ibrox for the Women's Champions League game against Benfica. Um, they'll be part of the press tomorrow. Um, so you'll get pre-match build-up and reaction from Ibrox. And for those of you who want a laugh, I am participating in Bears Up the Stairs <laughs> on the 24th. So that's uh, Saturday coming. <laughs> I don't is, know it not a, is it not a spin-off you're doing? Dollbears oh, up the stairs. Dollbears up the stairs, right? Well, I'm participating <laughs> in that as well <laughs> to raise money for the RFC charity. So, any money raised this week in super chats or anything, any money donated to the rabble will go to um, the Rangers Charity Foundation for Bears Up the Stairs. And if you want to, if you want to donate, if you want to help, then there's a link in the description. Um, click on that link, and that will take you to our Just Given page. For those of you who have been watching for a while, you might have to refresh because I've only just remembered to put it in. Um, but yeah, um, and check out our Twitter. It's a pin post on Twitter as well. Bears up the stairs to raise money for the Rangers Charity Foundation. Um, and, and again, massive thank you to everybody who phoned in. Um, going forward for the rest of the week, um, Tuesday we will have our Super 6 show. Thursday we will have Rabble Extra. Um, which is obviously one of our member shows, and we will have our Sunday members show as well. With there being not a lot of football on, um, I don't just want to come on and keep talking about the same stuff because that's not fair on everybody watching. Um, did I forget anything there? I don't think I did forget anything. Oh, yeah, like and subscribe. You can do that as well. Um, and if you want to join as a member as well to get those member shows and stuff like that, and there's a link in the description. If you're watching on your phone, you have to go into... Um, I think you need to go into the description of the, of the video if you're watching on your phone. If you're watching on a computer, there should be a join button below the window. If not, then please do check the description. Do we really believe, Mark, that Gio's had no say on any of these players that have come in? I don't think so. I think there's, there's obviously been say. Um, don't uh, Something's no right. Something's no rosy in the garden. Simple as that. I mean... For me, why bring in players? Why um, sign players, have the final say in players, and then just not play them? Mm-hmm. It's, um, can I understand? Surely surely it would be him trying to stamp his, um, his seal and this is his team. I can't, I can't get my head around it. It's, it's one of these things that um, baffles me. It absolutely baffles me. It, Spend as well as spending decent money. It's um, can't I can't get my head around it. I really, really can't. But I think you said I say. I think that. But for me, think he's not as much say as he possibly would like. I think that for me, there's a there's a Dutch there's a Dutch player, a Dutch player, sorry, Dutch manager at the club, and we've not even snuffed at any Dutch players, not one. Now, you can't tell me the likes of Roy McKay, Van Bronckhorst, and especially Dave Voss, who was running the Ajax Academy. Can he, for the life of him, pick out a gem from from Holland? I mean, that, that to me, is probably more baffling than um, sitting players on the bench. So you can't tell me there's no a gem there that any of these three know that's sitting there that we can get for decent money. Baffled, absolutely baffled. So, who knows, really? But something's not right. Just before we, just before we finish up, then Ross, I'll let you come back on that on, on what Mark said, and um, but also CGM's asking why haven't we signed any Dutch players? Yeah. 
I've said this before, man. Imagine you went to a job interview, and I said, I used this the other day. You go for a job interview, and you go, right, I'm a joiner. And the boss goes, magic. You're going to fit a kitchen in Aberdeen this week. Went, I'll pack your van and all that for you. You go, the child chance packed all your van. You go, you open it up, and there's flumps and taz bars in it and they tools. How are you going to fit a kitchen? So you wouldn't, I don't, I don't think any football manager worth his salt is going to pick, go to a team where he says, you just give me shite and I'll stick glitter on it and we'll make a football team out of it, especially not at a club like Rangers. I just don't believe that happens. I believe what Giovanni Van Brooklyn says is, I need somebody for the right wing. Wilson and his team go away, they do the scouting, they bring back suggestions and the two of them sit and have a talk together. Bear in mind, by the way, Stephen Gerrard couldn't talk highly enough about Wilson during his tenure here. They had a great relationship. They worked hard together. They worked, they spoke every day. So has Wilson all of a sudden become a little general, like a, a, a wee Hitler type who's just, I'll tell you what, what's happening. I don't see that. That's not his role. Mm-hmm. I, I think what we're hoping is here that that Van Bron- people are giving Van Bronckhurst an out. Van Bronckhurst had a say in the players. As I said to you the other day, we've signed a £5 million Turkish left-back and because we've went and spent £5 million, Borna Barisic has decided to police out his arse after two seasons. But that's, that shouldn't be the case. See, if you've brought him in, then he's brought into play. We can't go spending £500 on a training aid for Borna Barisic, who's just there to make sure he plays well. That mm-hmm. can't happen. But the same as Matondo. He's meant for a right winger. When we've scouted Matondo, he played on the left wing all that season, cutting yep. in. Season so, mm-hmm. so we've signed a left winger who's right-footed. So for me, Van Bronckhurst got to then say, we'll drop Ryan Kent out and give Matondo his chance here. He's not playing well. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a Van Bronckhurst decision. You're not going to tell me as well that there's no free agent goalkeepers out there we could have went for. But Van Bronckhurst's happy with the three goalies we've got. And as I say to you, Dave, I'm now fucking free exiting there at the time they can omelette to see what one tastes the rest they put in goals because the three of them are ho- hoaching. People in the comments there saying Robbie McCrory's got a, a Scotland call up. That, that, that's a shambles and all. That's just Steve Clark at the Scotland squad going for the tried and tested people that have been about the squad before. There's better goalkeepers out there who we could have got in on a fraction of the wages that McGregor signed his extension on. And so that's Van Bronckhurst or not. You're not going to tell me that if Van Bronckhurst suddenly went, we need a new goalkeeper. Did Van Bronckhurst, did, did Ross Wilson go, by the way, mate, I'm giving uh, Shagger a new deal and you better deal with that? Because he's not played him. Mm-hmm. That's Van Bronckhurst, mate. I think people in the, people in the, the comments and Rangers fans are, like, are, are trying their best to, to grab onto something that Van Bronckhurst's no a pun of shite, and it looks to me as if the guy's a pun of shite. Well, on that note, um, it's been a, a, a bit of a more positive show, even though we ended on a pun of shite. But, you know, you know when you've got Ross on, that's, that, that's what happens. Um, <laughs> thank you to everybody um, for watching. Like I say, we're doing bells up the stairs to raise money, to, uh, raise money for the Rangers Charity Foundation. So any money that's donated into the Rabble this week, um, as as Ross falls it with me, um, um, shall go towards the Rangers Charity Foundation. Thank you all for watching. Please like and subscribe. 
Um, keep an eye on the community page to see if we will be back at any point. Um, obviously, we know football means we'll all probably get a wee break, but check it, keep an eye on that community page if you're subscribed as well. Thank you to Mark. Thank you to Ross. Thank you to everybody for joining us. And we shall hopefully speak to you again very, very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.